Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The cat in question was entirely black, probably a British shorthair, and was born roughly 10 years ago, presumably in Providence, Rhode Island. The family that she initially lived with may have named her Zoe, though observers differ on this point. In any case, the family was large, had multiple kids, and multiple dogs and cats. This might be some people's concept of a happy home, but the family in question seemed to have lacked basic education in pet care. Zoe was never taken to the veterinarian, and was thus never spayed. This in itself is something of a condemnation of the family. Podcast footnote. The Providence Animal Rescue League is a wonderful organization with a quirky naming policy. All cats that come in are renamed by the staff, usually with the names of characters from popular cultural properties. For example, at any given time, you may go in there and find cats named Frodo, Sam, and Aragorn, or Harry, Ginny, and Ron. My suspicion has long been that Zoe was part of a group of cats named for characters from the TV series Firefly, which is great until you realize that Zoe was a black lady, and this is a black cat, and that's kind of a little gross. My wife disagrees with me on this point and thinks that Zoe always had this name because it was on her intake paperwork, but I think that they picked the name before they filled out the paperwork. End podcast footnote. Zoe was a shy cat, and in the chaos of the home described, she did not do well. She began peeing outside of the box. Occasional outside-the-box events are not uncommon for cats, and generally are due to the box not being clean, stress, an inability to safely access the box, or health problems. Any of these may have been the case in this instance, but the family in question did not treat the situation well, and decided that Zoe was the one at fault. Their solution was to deny her water, something they described as a water diet. Whether or not she had health problems before, this highly unrecommended remedy certainly caused them. She developed crystals in her bladder that caused her to urinate more frequently. Ultimately, the family blamed her and surrendered her to the Providence Animal Rescue League, where she was spayed and her bladder crystals were treated by the attending vet. She resided at the Providence Animal Rescue League for several months, as cats over a year old are often less than desirable, but her bladder crystals quickly resolved. My wife and I went to the Providence Animal Rescue League in October 2013 looking for a dog. At least, that's what I told my wife. I grew up with cats, and I really wanted a cat, and I'd sort of maybe been haunting the cat profile pages on the Providence Animal Rescue League website for weeks. But Mrs. Wittenberg to Westphalia grew up with dogs, and cats, and was facing some health issues where a daily excuse to go for a walk might be beneficial. Unfortunately, on that day, all the dogs were too large to live comfortably in our 1,000-square-foot city apartment with no yard. I suggested, just for fun, that we check out the cats as well. Cats are 
all cute. And the cat section was full of kittens and adult cats that were all excellent options, and who were all up at the cage fronts asking for attention. But there was one cage that was entirely dark. As I looked at it, I noticed two yellow eyes like giant lamps in the far back corner. I approached the cage and read the name Zoe on the tag. She remained in the far back corner until I opened the door, at which point she got up, sidled over, and climbed right into my arms. My wife found us like that and said, well, I guess we're getting a cat. And so it was. We made sure to take all the proper precautions. You don't want to just take home a cat. We took her to the meet and greet room and played with her for a while, but it was pretty clear that we were both very smitten with this little black cat with the softest fur and the giganticest yellow eyes. After much discussion, my wife and I renamed Zoe to Nori uh, because of the seaweed sheets used in sushi, which are black in color. Despite this name, Nori was never particularly fond of fish, preferring chicken and string cheese. Not necessarily together. In 2014, we decided that we were not playing with Nori enough and that she was bored. We thought that the solution would be to get another cat to keep her company. The result was Tully, in short for Tullymore Dew. Tully was a high-energy orange cat that we also got from the Providence Animal Rescue League, and they did not get along at all. He had a propensity for eating all my kitchen equipment made of silicone and attacking Nori for no reason out of nowhere and going for blood. He was, however, very fond of people, and a nice cat in his own way. We found him a new home two months later after we learned that my wife was pregnant. In October 2014, I began working on Wittenberg to Westphalia. Nori was there from the very beginning. She was normally an extremely quiet cat, but in the first 10 or 20 episodes, she can be heard very clearly, along with police sirens, as she walked around my office demanding food for some reason. For me, the first years of the podcast will always be me sweating like crazy in the summer heat, stripped to my underwear, with the windows wide open, and her perched on the back of my chair, meowing at me. Nori survived all the tumult of the last few years with us. There was a car crash during a move uh, up to New England from New Jersey. There was a second move from the apartment to the new house, and a new strange kitten without fur who had the temerity to grow into a tiny human person. Nori has abided it all with grace and stoicism, so long as she had a warm person to sleep on and was given food as early as possible. Also belly rubs. Belly rubs were very important. And even in my new basement studio, which is set up with a standing desk and a very tall chair, Nori would either jump into my lap, which could occasionally be painful with the claws, or she would perch by my head on the bookshelf and keep me company during recording. A year ago, during a belly rub, my wife found a growth. When we took her to the vet, she was diagnosed with a kitty version of breast cancer. Cats have eight mammary glands, four on each side, and the vet recommended removing four of them. With your support, we were able to mostly afford the surgery, and she recovered quickly. Incidentally, my wife, a month or so later, also had surgery uh, on her spine, and the two of them helped each other convalesce, though, to be fair, within weeks, Nori was pretty much back to her old self. In this past November, we found growths again, this time on Nori's head and back. We took her in to the vet, and they were biopsied, but the vet found no cancer. Nori's follow-up visit from the surgery was scheduled for this month, and so the vet suggested that we keep that appointment and bring her back, but to bring her in early if she stopped eating or seemed like she was in pain. In December, her appetite noticeably lessened, though the holidays may have been involved. Her appetite returned somewhat after our guests left, but the lumps were growing bigger all the time and they were multiplying. We called the vet, and the vet ultimately said to wait for the January appointment. In January, Nori became noticeably less energetic. She was having trouble eating, and her breathing was becoming difficult. On January 24th, we brought her in for her scheduled visit. 
I took time off of work because I expected a bad diagnosis, but I figured we would have her for a few more months. Maybe there was something that could be prescribed to stop the appearance of new growths. Instead, the vet said that the x-rays showed that the cancer had returned, but was now in her lungs. The vet offered options that might improve her quality of life in the short term, but none of them were particularly effective on her kind of cancer, and they would only delay the inevitable. The vet gave us some time alone. We spent an hour laboring over the decision, but it was clear in the first ten minutes what we needed to do. Just like at the animal shelter, Nori climbed into my arms and just sat there completely relaxed. She had basically not done that since we left the shelter. We could hear her struggling to breathe. We said goodbye as she was sedated and held her until she lost consciousness. The vet wrapped her in a small blanket for us and we took her home. On the way, I emailed work and said I would not be coming in that day at all, and then I picked up a bottle of wine. Co-host Nori is buried in our backyard under a climbing rose that I'm particularly fond of. My wife and I performed a small service that was put together by the Reform Rabbis for Pets. It would be inappropriate to say human prayers for pets, but the Jewish tradition values kindness to animals and the special role that they play in our lives. After we buried her, we decided that it was a nice day, so we sat with her for a while longer and killed about a half of the bottle of wine. Tomorrow morning, some friends are going to bring over a smoked fish platter, which is very traditional for Jewish funerals in general, but somehow seems especially appropriate for a family mourning a cat, even if this cat wasn't particularly fond of fish. More for us, I guess. Dory was the first cat I ever had on my own as an adult. I didn't change her litter box enough, and I didn't play with her enough. She let me know by peeing on my stuff. This is the expected form of communication between a person and a cat. Despite these small disagreements, she was a low-key, loving cat who is a vital part of this household. I keep expecting her to just wander through a room. She's been a huge support for my wife through all her health crises, and of course, she was an ever-present friend and partner in this podcast. After I finish recording this, I'm going to go clean out her litter boxes and put away her stuff. At least for now. We will get another pet at some point. My wife may finally get that dog. But for now, the house is very empty and quiet without her.
on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.